and welcome back to Scav Talk, everyone. Today we're talking about DMZ. Tarkov is dead. <laughs> Yay! Hey. We did it. They did it. They killed Tarkov. Finally, it's dead. <laughs> but no, for for real, we're probably just going to talk about DMZ. Um, but uh, anyway, anyway, it's like the thing is, there's nothing really going on in Tarkov right now. I have basically chosen the perfect time and the, the timing's worked out superbly. I was actually looking forward in the calendar and being like, okay, so I'm going to be taking like a bunch of time off. Like, hmm, when's this going to land? Is this going to land basically in November? I was like, this probably couldn't be any better in terms of timing. Cause like if it went over wife or something, which is like super awkward, you know, and I don't have to like yeah. try and do stuff around everything else. Like, cause it's super, I'm, I'm like, it's just a tricky time right now. Um, but with, with it landing in November, it's just like, oh, I can just like easily take some time. Just like, Build up a cache of videos, whatever, release those, and then just like focus on the fam for a while and then like restabilize and, and get back to normal. So, I guess, like, yeah, before we dive into anything, because like this is the first time I've been on for, you know, two weeks or whatever at least. I can't remember like when it was mm -hmm. over two weeks. It was like this second. So, yeah, little one was born on the second, uh, on, on Wednesday, second of November. And we were, we were doing great. Actually, things were going really well. Like, things were going much better than the first. Um, and she was like very slightly overdue, but like nothing, no big deal. Everything was super normal, like super normal birth and all that stuff. And we were yeah. home for like three days. Um, and then all of a sudden she just started stopping breathing and stuff in the middle of like crying. And it was like super scary. Like we called an ambulance out and they turned up at the house. Oh, wow. By the time they got there, she'd like kind of calmed down a bit, but they were like, mm, you should really go in. Like there's two, there's kind of like, two major hospitals near us one like really close and one a bit further away and they're like well we can only take you to the other one so it's up to you where you where you go and we were like oh okay fine we'll just go we'll go to the close one then okay we'll go to the close one as soon as we got there they were like oh we don't have like a children's ward so you're gonna have to go to the other one and we were just like god damn it like why didn't they just tell us in the yeah. first place never mind the fact it took like it took like 35 minutes for the ambulance to get to our house which is like really stressful in the first place i had to like call them back up and they were just like why are you on the foot like what what are you calling us for us it's like we called this like ambulance ages ago like what's happened and then like, oh, let me check then and they were like oh they're struggling to find your address i was like why didn't they freaking call me <laughs> like honestly i was like it was the most stressful thing ever um so anyway so we were uh, we like got got to our like any department place on the one nearby and they were like oh we can't do anything for her here you have to go to the other one and at this point because we've been doing like all the usual newborn stuff like my wife hadn't really slept at all so like we swapped over at that point um and this was this would have been like saturday night this is like the fifth um so we actually swapped over i drove up because i driven there and back because you can only have like one person there or some stupid stuff they still got like covid rules and things it's like crazy right you like you just take one foot outside like no one cares you like take one foot inside it's just like all these weird rules but anyway so i drove back my wife then picked the car up and i stayed and i got drove, driven in an ambulance from that one a e department to the other one where okay. they actually have the children's ward and then from there on this is like why it ended up just everything got so screwed up because they're from the fifth on saturday i was in the hospital like 24 7 until i think it was tuesday night like on the 8th so i was like away from home i did, I was sleeping in the hospital like next to yeah. the little one um for like three nights i was there for four days and then i swapped her because they, they wouldn't let her eat or anything um which is really? crazy it was like this respiratory thing and they were like oh they're so tiny they've got like so the organs all like so close together if you let them get full stomach sometimes it can make the respiratory thing okay. worse and so but like they're supposed to be putting on weight and stuff so it's like really serious right. it was like three days old whatever so they were like okay we well, can't eat anything at all for 12 hours 
like you know 11 p.m to like three in the morning she's like screaming her head off and like i know the problem is that she's hungry and she wants food and yeah. i can't give her anything it's like as a parent you've got this like loop of things that you go through like check all the things okay no there's n- nappy's fine no this is fine temperature yeah no it's okay and we got to like food and i'm just like i know it's the problem and i can't fix it for you and i'm sorry so we just had like me trying to manage it for like four hours in the hospital at night but they're like screaming her head off and stuff like it was it was pretty miserable honestly yeah um, but then when they said oh yeah you can give us some food again um and you can start doing like breastfeeding again, whatever. Then I swapped over with my wife because like she was really stressed, actually. It was yeah, easy for me being there because at one point she had like all sorts of machines hooked up to her and stuff. And it was like really horrible for her to see it. So um, I managed to stay a bit more calm about it. But like we swapped over and then she stayed there so she could like actually get the feeding starting and stuff. And then after that, things started to pick up and we ended up coming out. I think it was like Thursday or something like th- it was either Thursday or Friday. It's all a bit of a blur, honestly. Um, and yeah, and then since then, we've just kind of been like restabilizing and like getting basically back to the way that we would have been mm-hmm. three days in and continuing um, after that. But uh, yeah, it's actually quite fortunate we've got like family close now after we moved. This is kind of the reason why we moved in the first place with like family around the corner. So like my wife's mom was here like with our two year old and um, that, that was like really helpful because uh, I don't know if we were still like down south, I just honestly don't know what we would have done. But it's it's pretty good now we're, we're all okay and it's, it's good. looking up and things things are good and you know i've actually as church will attest to i'm sure we'll talk about it in a little bit managed to actually you know sneak onto the computer and like play some <laughs> play some video games for once it's actually really weird because like it's been so intense and so stressful for like two weeks i was it was only the other day when i was just kind of like oh, i hadn't actually like played any pc for like you know 15 days or something like it was really it was really weird um I was like, oh you know i'm just kind of you know ready ready to ready, get, get my fix in um yeah go so. engage in some virtual stretch <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly so um like i guess firstly like thank goodness that i did actually like forward plan and have like a load of video stuff ready for this month because i had i planned on being really busy anyway but i ended up being like way busier than i ever expected to be like not even being like at home for part of it and stuff like it's just never i never had intended for that to be be going on um so it was a good job that i like planned um so i mean i'm still kind of like i'm still on break for one two three four for like probably another week and a half or so and then i'm going to step things back up in december and get things back to normal it's quite nice to be able to take a big break i know it's probably quite brave i guess in like the content Space, but like within the Tarkov world, it's actually ended up working out quite nicely. So I don't know. We'll see. I think more people should try and do it <laughs> if it's they hard. can. Maybe not for this long, but you know, mm. for like maybe a week or two weeks or, or whatever. And just like prep forwards a little bit, let a few things slide, and then pick things back up. Because yeah, you don't really get like holiday as a content yeah. creator. Something I never really considered. Like yeah, even if you work as a real stressful job, you can take you know a two week break, and other people will like manage your your stuff you know what i mean whereas yeah in this world like especially if you're small and you're doing most of the things yourself then you don't really get a break and the only way you get a break is by like working even harder to have stuff to post while you're not looking at it which like that works that can that can work especially if you take the time to um to do it and it's not on the mad rush but anyway it's interesting you're also always on call so to speak you know if like mm. something crazy comes across your table it's like you you know if you don't drop everything and do it, you're like missing a huge opportunity, you know, it's just. Yeah, exactly. So it's that kind of thing. It's like how much, how much you care about the opportunity yeah. that you're missing out for doing this, that and the other. And like, 
some things I, I guess it depends on the scale of it like some things yeah you can't really afford to to not do some things you can't afford to not do it's like i'm, I'm not you know we'll, we'll get into it but i'm not super stressed out about like not making content specifically for dmz um just because i think by the time I, we had a quick chat about this offline like i think by the time that i get around to actually making stuff again like it, the hype will kind of be gone so there's not really much there won't be much point unless there's some staying power there's you know it's all of the what well, my thoughts on dmz kind of content i think that the mm-hmm. time for that will have will have gone so yeah i don't know well, we'll think about it but um, you know i'm not like super stressed about like missing that it's like maybe a video which it's like uh, sort of a half and half fit for the channel anyway like some people watch it but you know it's not it's not like it's not like the wipe right that's the thing that i would be most yeah worried about like i couldn't yeah. i couldn't yeah, miss yeah, the wipe yeah. there's just no way so so it's fine <laughs> so it's fine but um anyway that's kind of the that's the that's the tale so far that's that's what what's been going on in my world behind the scenes behind the silence <laughs> the silence of uh, of all my stuff but um have you been, dude? You've been holding up the show with, with our two guests the last two times. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just to be clear, everyone, some people were asking, no, the scuff talk is not real. And no, Shudderville is not funnier than me. Okay. Just want to put that <laughs> out there. Just to clear the record, clear the air. No, <laughs> no it's really uh, good. Well. I had Shudderville filled in short notice. That was good. And then I spoke to you and you were like, oh, I'm not sure what's going on. Yada yada. I was like, okay, well, I'll just like plan that gig is not going to be here. So I tried to get someone else on, um, and then ended up getting uh, Abney to said he could do it with that like ten in the morning his time because that was like the only time I could do it as well <laughs> on like a Sunday board. It's funny, uh, but no, it was uh, it was cool, and people people enjoyed having uh, re- someone said like this is like a whole. Uh, TV series, you got like re- reoccurring characters or something. <laughs> like, oh, it's Shudderville again. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. It's good. It's like fr- friends of the cast. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends of Scout Talk. It's nice. So, I mean, Tarkovy stuff, like, I don't want to rehash over anything that came out like over a week ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I don't really see there's, there's much, much point. Um, you know, most of the information is kind of like either just not really known or factual, like, we know streets is coming whatever there's not really much extra take that i, I want to add on particularly um so i mean there's not really anything that we've we've had going on we had the sanitar event which i think it started last time when you was when you were speaking to abney and it's, it's just finished now and i think there's like a couple of dudes who finished it which i mean it looked like quite a cool event i mean i've not been on obviously and i don't think you've been playing um that particular event either from what you said to me but it looked it looked pretty cool. I think a lot of people are saying that it was like quite a decent event. Um, the only the only thing that's quite funny is people's gripes about the the rewards. I saw a couple of people complaining yeah. about the reward of the quest, but like I don't think like who who really cares? It's, you know, it's more about the event itself. And was was he on, he was on customs, right? Yeah, that's where Senator was on customs. I've actually killed him twice this wipe. Once just before getting the quest to kill him, and then having to kill him again afterwards. And it's funny because he's not he's not a boss that I've ever really gone after particularly because I don't tend to play. A lot of shoreline and especially not like boss hunting but he wasn't as hard as people made him out to be i have to say unless he's taken some nerfs or something yeah it's i think the only like gotcha is if you don't kill him initially and then he pops the stem mm. and then you try to like kill him again then he's like really tanky so you you kind of get caught off guard and he like catters you to death like death by a million paper cuts type of thing so 
Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, you, you're reminding me now of when I did encounter him last time, and like it took a lot of bullets. And I was using BP as well. It took it took a oh, lot yeah, yeah, yeah. of bullets to kill him. It was actually pretty insane. I, I think there was a skill issue going on as well at the same time. But um, <laughs> of course, of course, it was. Yeah, it was. It was pretty nuts. It's like it's this that weird thing of the bosses, right? Where like all of your usual player heuristics are just like thrown completely yeah. out the window because you have a mental count of how long it right. might take for the you know. The, how long it takes for the cursor to be aimed over a person and the button held down at a certain range. You know, you, you expect to kill them within a certain time frame. And when that time frame is like three or four times the time, you're just like, how many bullets is this guy going to take? Like, I nearly ran out of rounds because I only, I was skimping. I only took three magazines. Like, um, what, I kind of wish they would do something where it's like, Santar's weak, but if he sees you, he instantly pops a stem and the stem, like, irradiates the air around him so like there's a visual indicator that he's like really tanky you know like if i see killer i like can visually indicate that yeah that helmet's really fucking tanky you know what i mean so yeah. something like that where it's not just like you know i'm dumping two okay well, like, i'm dumping 30 rounds of bp into his head and he's still not dying you know what i mean it's just like and he's just a man with a bandage right? yeah yeah like, exactly <laughs> yeah just like i thought this game was realistic <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so um yeah no, it seems like a pretty pretty win event i it's interesting <laughs> how it ties event. in it's a w event definitely um it's interesting how it kind of ties in with the law but then like nothing's come out of it i saw like as you know keeping up with nice guys always an easy way to keep track of what's going on and he was just like oh you know it's the law thing and this and that we're checking this and we're checking the quest we're checking his Santa's room and all this stuff and it's just like nope okay there's nothing like it's just the quest yeah it's, it's an event and that's it so people are always still I'm, trying to find these links i'm what i'm my theory is that this is gonna be it's like a side plot like almost like filler in like a tv show but mm. then like a couple episodes later there will be like a main plot line that ties back into this side show. That's like, oh, this is significant because mechanic and Rizzi had this thing happen, and you know now it's like a grander story. That's like my theory, but it could just be like, yeah, let's, you know, Dimitri put put on the put on the flannel. You got, we got to do some content quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know. It's all going to depend on what we see. I don't. I, mean, I guess it could be the case and they're working on storyline quests or whatever but I mean we're not going to see that for so long right it's going to be after release on 1.0 it's the first time mm -hmm. that we're going to we're going to see any of that stuff as they've said unless you're part of like the super hardcore inner circle which I mean it's unlikely that any of us mere mortals are going to be part of that <laughs> process I wouldn't have thought so yeah. we'll have to see maybe it'll all link together maybe it'll be a, there's a beautiful master plan mm -hmm. I don't know or yeah maybe it'll be Go and find this pixel perfect document. <laughs> Please those don't. Are, those no. are honestly the worst ones. Please those don't. are the worst ones. Like you can see the white in the white icons there. You have to like lie down and like side like super lean, and you're like, oh, dude, I'll, get I'll never forget that quest. I'm just like looking, like all tabbing because I think I have one monitor back then. But I just remember like you know I'm like looking at the wiki page. And then looking at the train card, and I'm like, I, it's not here. Like, do I have the quest? You know, I'm just like, it's been probably like 10 minutes just frustrated and finally realized it's like a pixel perfect crack in between. The wiki's like, yeah, it's here, but it wasn't like, yeah, it's like this three, three pixels on the screenshot. It's just like, okay. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I had exactly the same thing where you're like, it is crazy. You're looking at the wiki, you're just like, I don't even understand. It's like some of the stashes, actually. Some of the stashes are pretty nuts yeah. as well. Like I had this, this patch I think of grass. I had this experience. Yeah, it's like this patch of grass here and you're like <laughs> looking at the map and you're like, hmm, I can sort of tell where it is, but I can't tell, I can't line the angle up. And then you end right. up having to literally look like watch a YouTube video. It's and the watch only them way. do it. You, yes, that's yeah, true. That's so just, true. You just don't get the context otherwise. Yeah. There's a couple on shoreline because like I don't, I don't really know the shore. It's, it's funny because some people kind of expect me to know all the stashes and I know basically all the stashes on customs uh, and interchange and that's pretty much it because stashes appeared after i started playing and you only really need to know like one or two like you're only going to do one stash run like why why do i need to know all the stash runs yeah I don't, I, and on woods and shoreline i just never bothered learning them and i know i know like some of them i know like a few random ones here and there but like i don't have any loot runs or anything right. like you definitely can but it's all it's about it's all about time right it's like which maps you spend tend to spend the time on and you're going and doing that that kind of stuff on as well and you can make like really good money on it, but it's just you only have so much time to do so many things. Um, but yeah, when I was looking, because I was like, I should really learn some more of these shoreline ones. And uh, <laughs> I was like looking to some of them. I was just like, dude, I just I literally cannot find this. Like, it's it's this is insane. Yeah. This is actually insane. But um, yeah, it is. It's quite funny actually when you do look at those. Like, how often I've run over ones that are like so so easy, and they're you can just go to them every raid if you want to. And I'm like, man, I've like missed this stash. 150 times or something this wipe even and it's just like man pretty crazy pretty Please. crazy so yes yeah, sorry no i was gonna say you get like three years under your belt and then you walk across and there's a stash in front of you like what and there's a stash here yeah it's like yeah yeah exactly like the one that comes to mind is on shoreline because i always end up by the you know it's like the right at the north side of the map up by the dome bit you've got the sniper scav and then there's the little hut and the tank and the, and the bridge and I always end up by that section for some reason. I don't, I don't know why. And um, it's like if you cross the river, but then if you keep going all the way to the north, there's like a little random stash up at the top. Yeah, like, I yeah, just yeah, never yeah. knew about that one. Yeah. Um, I never knew about that one. So I was like, oh, I like go across there so often. Um, especially given that you don't have to go over the bridge, you can like just jump over the rocks instead and get over the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like pretty close to it. So anyway. Yeah, funny, funny stuff. But yeah, so the so Santar event, and that's that's finished. I mean, I, w- I probably would have had a go at that, to be honest, if I'd been on. But yeah, it is it is what it is. And then other than that, I mean, yeah, you, you pointed out to me that there was, there was this post that they made on Twitter. They've been making these like strange law posts. This one's about mechanics. Like mechanics is the former work of the chemical plant from the very beginning of the conflict. It's been tinkering weapon modifications, blah, 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 blah. But it's pretty much just law. Yeah, and that's it. Um, and they did one for skier already in the past. Yeah. So presumably they're going to go through and do one for each trader, but I'm, I'm not really sure what the point of this is. It seems a bit random. I mean, it, it could just be, you know, it's, just yeah. just, um, you know, I, I don't even know how to. It's like Subway handing out pamphlets on the street. You know, it's kind of like the same thing. Like, hey, you know, Tarkov, guys, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's just like, yeah. when, like, wouldn't you rather document that in your game, not on Twitter? You know what I mean? It's just like, it just seems something to like get engagement. That's like all it really seems to me. But yeah, which is, which is fine. Like, the only interesting things, I guess, in there is that 
You know, it says, despite the difficult situation in the region, he has retained access to the mainland via the internet and satellite communications. He has accounts with foreign banks, and if desired, he could easily get out of Tarkov. Mm-hmm. Which is like, hmm, okay, you know. He's not stuck. Everyone in the city trusts him. Even the scabs perceive him as a useful person. But he's there just because he's some kind of degenerate. <laughs> he just really likes guns, dude. He just loves building guns <laughs> and doing crazy stuff. Establishing <laughs> network communications. Because there's quite a lot of like law fluff in the quest about that and about Ibambium ISP, which is supposedly some like ISP that's being used by a terror group or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like we spoke about this before, I think at one point, but there's, if you look up like the Abambium stuff, there's like the, there's like the like Nokia mobile phone kind of things with the symbol on it, which is like the three dots, like the three dots in a little triangle, which is like the, I think that's the Abambium ISP um, symbol. <laughs> and if you literally like, if you log into Tarkov, the loading like loading the main menu icon is that icon and everybody's profile picture is also that icon. So it's, it's got, it's something important for the main storyline, but mm-hmm. exactly what I don't know. Like it pops up all over the place. There's like some of the very earliest photos on the Tarkov Facebook have got a mobile phone with that Abambium ISP thing on it. And it talks, they, he talks about it loads in Gunsmith, in the Gunsmith quest about him building this neural network. And then he's like accessing the outside world using this like special ISP and, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's all just random BS. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. But um, yeah, other than that, I think that's it. I mean, basically, we're just waiting for the next wipe, which everyone thinks is going to be mid-December because we have basically no, uh, no reason not to think that at this stage. That um, or like worst case January, but... I guess so. I mean, it's, I think because of the fact that Nikita said that Streets was did he basically say Streets was coming went, in the next patch? He was coming this year. Previously, yeah, he was like, "We want to do Streets by end of the year." And then the, the Pestle Q and A, he's like, "Uh, where Streets is coming next patch?" So like, he put two and two together. It's like, "Oh, Streets is coming the end of the year with the new patch," and then that's probably a wipe, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it kind of like hones it in a bit. Yeah, you know. And there's no real reason for them not to do it in December unless there's some problems or okay this is the only thing i'll say i really hope that this next patch this is the only thing i'm gonna say about the patch anyways or the wipe is that Mm -hmm. it's like just filled with content because the last patch was so lackluster in content department that like surely you know now that streets is done supposedly that this will be like you know content filled even if it's just streets i just hope that like that has a lot of content within it you know what i mean yeah yeah i definitely hope so i mean it it would be it would be a shame if it doesn't as you say just because this one was so like content free i I still think like a lot of people complain about this wipe but i still think it was important to kind of do 12 12 again now that we know what is going on, like it's a bit boring from a player's perspective, but like if you're interested in like speed running through everything and blah blah blah, but it's important to see that the economy changes. You know, like oh, it's all great in twelve twelve when it comes in, and people are like oh, everything's different now, and the flea market's changed, da da da. And then you do like twelve twelve version two, and everyone's like oh, it's no big deal because this that and the other we know what to do now. So well, that kind of happened a it, bit because the did a bit. people were buying the um. SR25, and then midway through the wipe, they got rid of that, right? Yeah, exactly. So 
in that sense, I do think it was important. And they've then fine-tuned a few of those parameters that they had in 12.12 now that people will go okay well this is the and and they moved like they moved uh, m80 and stuff like that right MVP I, I think those, got moved. yeah so i think those things are important and you know i don't want to i don't want to spend a long time talking about like rfb balance or whatever but you right. know, when when i was talking about the m80 change right at the beginning of the wipe so many people were saying it's like oh well, you know what's what should we use now should we use the other rounds and still use the rfb should we use the sks whatever i'm not and it's just hard. It's like there's not really a good answer, and that's probably good, right? It means that the this, game is right. probably more balanced, right? Yeah. When it's so obvious that you just get to yes. score two by an RFB and then by an right. peacekeeper two, just like it's a no-brainer. It's not yeah. interesting. Whereas now it's like, okay, well, you know, the SKS for the RFB, and then you know maybe they do this ammo. There's more damage. But, yeah. uh, it's like you have to really make a choice, and I, I like that. It's better. I think it's good. So much better. I don't think that this patch was like worthless from that perspective, but. I can see why people are frustrated by the lack of content. And, you know, the, the global situation hasn't helped, but, you of know, course. they've been doubling down on streets and doing these storyline quests and things and a lot of stuff that's hidden. Yeah. Putting those, uh, putting a lot of things in respect though there. And I'm sure streets yeah. is a big, or just as much a contributor. I mean, who knows how much it contributes in comparison to some of the other things, but. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, it's hard to know. It's very, very hard to know. So, but yeah, I mean, I hope like you that, the next patch is, is full of stuff, and yeah. even if it's just Streets Part 1, that's definitely going to be enough. But like a, a big map like that is enough to kind of consume a wipe, I suppose. I you know, hope like so. Reserve was added or whatever. It's like, oh, this is the reserve patch. And yeah, people get bored of a map eventually, but it keeps people occupied in, enough. Yeah. And if it's Streets, and if there's enough interesting things. like I, I just hope that there's... <sighs> I hope there's enough dynamic elements on Streets, because that's really what, make, what like, makes a map feel alive. You know, it's like the stuff on Reserve with the with the with the button and you got the train and yeah you got the, the stuff downstairs with the d2 extract and like turning the power on and like even the little things in interchange like turning the power on there is is what makes the map feel more you know more dynamic and more fun and i hope that there's a lot of elements like that in the streets i, I hope so and they might not be but i hope that there are i just i just really hope it runs better than lighthouse which i think is like a big ass, but that's my, mm. my that's my biggest worry is that it runs worse than Lighthouse, and I that probably means I'll play it until I get so frustrated that I won't play it anymore, which will probably be like a week. Yeah, and that's yeah. and if that's the mass of the patch, then the patch is kind of ruined for me. So that's my big yes. worry. I I can I see that I see that I guess the only. Thing. although i do feel like it might fall into the same category like the problem that i had with lighthouse is that you can't really play it without a scope like you can but it's not really what it was intended for like you right. can't really then do the water treatment or anything like that and that's really where you find the worst of the of the fps hits whereas on streets like maybe you'll be able to play streets just with a red dot if you're doing like building clearing room clearing you know going through the apartment blocks and then hopping from one street to the next so that you can jump from one one apartment building to the next right on on lighthouse you just don't really have any alternative other than taking something long range unless you're just hitting villas and leaving but it's not really the point of the map so maybe you'll be able to do it without engaging in like lots of long range optical shenanigans and that will help which will help if you want to avoid it yeah Yeah. (laughs) like it's a a stupid thing right it's like it's so unfortunate that's not the case but you know it's the the practice yeah it's the, the pragmatists yeah. approach to to playing it so you might be able to play it that way um 
I don't know. Which would be nice. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, hopefully they've done like a bunch of the optimizations that they should have done ahead of time. Yeah. Hopefully, but. Which just remains to be seen. Yeah. It does. It's just like, there are some like really random things about the optimization that do make you wonder. Things like, you know, especially with like hackers knowing people's like KD and stuff. It's just like, why is that information transmitted to everyone else's client? Like, that always makes me confused. I don't understand yeah. why that information gets transmitted to people. It's like, what's uh, even the point of that? It's just weird. Yeah. There must be loads of stuff that just gets sent. Unnecessary, right? Yeah. I mean, we're talking Unless, about like networking now, but you know what I mean, right? right? It's like all the no, same 100%. Unless they're somehow fetching it from the server, which would be like even worse. But like, why would the in raid you wouldn't even? Unless they're like, maybe they're getting like profile stats. Like it's a ripping it. Maybe you know, it's like player ID, and then you you know it's like a database. Yeah, and you just rip it. But who? I mean, who's to say? Uh, that's just like a shot in the like the darkest hole you can imagine. Yeah, true, true. Like, yeah, I there's, no there's other idea. ways. It's, yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're sending it like explicitly. I suppose. But um, but yeah, they, anyway, could. Just, yeah. <laughs> they could. They, <laughs> they could. could be. Yeah, they could be. Mm, yeah, no, I think question. they might be. But... <laughs> anyway, so I hope some of that stuff comes through. It'd be really nice. Can you imagine if we ended up getting like a ton of optimization stuff for Lighthouse at the same time as like Streets comes through already with the optimizations? And like, this is why it took so long because, you know, we yeah. saw how butthurt everyone was about Lighthouse. I know. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just let, like, me, let me put the copium down for a minute. Even if they do Lighthouse optimizations, I still don't like the map because of the Rogues AI. Like, it's just like, Oh, it's so like ah uh, yeah I don't know it's such a hard map to like for me personally I just haven't played that map and been like wow this map just like elevated Tarkov for me I just feel like it's like it has minds that if you literally don't have the wiki memorized you know F you um, hidden, hidden death mechanics related to minds lots of fun <laughs> uh, shitty uh FPS drops, um, rogues that laser you unless you know the perfect peak. If you don't have a scope, screw you. Like the list goes on. I can continue. Um, Lighthouse, the new expansion. There's nothing to do there. It's just a death trap. Um, the loot's terrible. Um, yeah, that was silly. Yeah. So it's yeah. no light keeper. <laughs> yeah, the light keeper thing is very, very strange. I mean, I, I will say, well, just, was, just, to, just to your point about like Lighthouse itself, I mean, mm-hmm. I enjoyed, I actually did enjoy myself playing it. I do feel that it's kind of like filled a hole in the game for like the long range stuff, even though it's not true. perfect and it's shooting it like it's PVE mostly. It kind of fills that gap there, which isn't on most other maps. Like you can get it on woods sometimes, but you have to be in the right spot. Whereas like there's lots of sniping possibility on Lighthouse. It does actually mean that, you know, you might take the, the Schmidt three by 12, right? It's like <laughs> no other map really yeah, justifies that's it. That's true. And it's, I do think that's been nice, but. I also agree with you on the points that you said about why the map does suck in many regards, but yeah, it it could be it could be great. Um, it's just it's very it's very hard to balance the rogues. I think it's I guess hard. I guess if you're sitting a hundred meters away from your target, sorry, a thousand meters away from your target, you don't have to worry about mines. You don't have to worry about <laughs> FPS yeah. drops necessarily. Uh, you don't have to worry about rogue AI killing you. You know, who cares? You just have to worry about the fact that, like, you could only do it one in 20 raids because it's too foggy the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's a good point. It is like the sniping map, which is probably a reason why I don't like it because, like, sniping, like, it's fun at times, but it's not something I want to, like, actively seek out every raid. You know what I mean? Like, it just couldn't see myself yeah. being a lighthouse main for that 
And then it's so hard to extract. You know, it's just it like, is quite tricky. It's, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I think anyways. for me, because I'm not like a big sniper in general, like I'm waiting around for players doing like shooter born and stuff mm -hmm. just like drives me crazy. Knowing that you can go to the road camp and there's going to be like stuff to shoot at, even if it's just like enemies of some kind and AI enemies. I kind of don't mind. It's like you actually get to go and like click the button and like fire the bullets and try and do the ranging or whatever, even if they're just like dumb and you have the perfect peak and they can't even shoot back or whatever. Like it's actually sometimes quite hard to even just hit them. Um, <laughs> there's like a little bit of a, you know, you have to take the range finder and get the range on it and like make sure you're using the right, the right zero, like be mindful of the ammo and what gun you've got or whatever. Like there's a, there's a little bit, you have to do the thing. And then yeah. as you say, try and extract two. So it's not, it's not like a no-brainer. And for like a non-sniper like me, I don't find it like too, too boring. I think it's, it's, it's all right. I feel like I've done, I've, as, a, as you said, I wouldn't be a, a main, like just farming rogues nonstop because that would be pretty dull. But I don't mind like popping in every now and then and having a plink, you know, it's quite fun. But you know what? Fights with people up on the rocks. I think a good portion of people like it because of scav on that map. Because... For whatever mm. reason, like it, I don't understand why they did this, but you can just the rogues won't shoot you unless you're like close to them. So like, kind of, yeah, it's which doesn't make sense because there's literally no AI scav inside the camp at all. <laughs> but what I don't know, it's just I I don't really get that. But sure, okay. But and you don't lose any karma, so yeah, and it's you have easier extracts. You know, it's just like. And if it's like, who cares if you die? Your, you know, your scab yeah. goes on cooldown. It's like, okay, you know. But yeah, yeah. anyways, All yeah. Right. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Looking forward to it. Hopefully, we get something for next week that we can, we can, we can discuss whatever. Yeah. Like, it's actually funny. Like, I don't, I'm not even sure if I'm going to be playing any Taki by the time we get through to it next week. Like, I'm still not going to be online, so. I'm not sure. Well, I'll keep an eye out for the news. Oh, really? Stuff. I'm like feeling. I'm feeling a bit more connected now. Yeah, like I'm. I'm not going to be on for. Yeah, for like another week and a half or so. I did. We. I had. Like, I said to my wife, she's like, you know, want you to like focus on the family and take a break, or whatever. It's like, okay, okay gotcha. that's cool. That's gotcha. fine. Like, I won't be streaming anyway. I mean, maybe I'll play like a raid or two or something. I see. Them. But you're not like this. This is still extended, or this is planned vacation still is what I'm getting. Yeah, getting from. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. good for exactly. you. Exactly. Good for you. Exactly. But what I have played a little bit of, uh -huh. as you're well aware, is DMZ. <laughs> as of you, I'm sure. Have you played yeah. anything else other than DMZ? You just been playing playing that. Pretty, pretty much been doing other stuff. Yeah, yeah, pretty much that. Yeah. Um, it's 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 fun. <laughs> <laughs> Load the gun. <laughs> Give me your opinion now of DMZ. If you say the wrong answer. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. I like the the way that I would put it. I think <laughs> as a, as like my summary of like I've not played like a ton, but mm -hmm. my personal summary of it is that I would feel fairly comfortable going to my friends who have played Tarkov in the past but have sworn never to play the game ever again. Okay, and say to them, "Hey guys, like, there's this new game mode on Call of Duty. It's kind of fun. Like, it's a bit like Tarkov, but it's like much more chill." Like, why don't you have, like, download it and have a go? Like, it's going to be kind of fun. Let's just, like, squad up as three and just, just go for it. That's I would, the like, caveat. feel pretty comfortable three going sure. to them and saying that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I'd be pretty comfortable going to that group and being like, hey, let's do this. It'd be I cool. Like, sure. There were groups, like, now that I would never, ever be like, hey, yeah. guys, Tycho's wiping, let's go. Like, everyone would just be like, God, I roll. 
um this guy again <laughs> yeah exactly whereas like this game i'm like okay it's different enough it's casual enough it's like easy enough just like jump in and out like it's not so brutal mm-hmm. when you die um but it's interesting because it it kind of highlights like what we'll get into i'm sure but like it highlights why Tarkov is the way it is, why Tarkov feels so great, why it's so addictive, you know, why the grinds is just, I don't know, just Tarkov just hits different, just hits different, <laughs> just does, it just does. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, how have, have you found it? Like, what's your overall, like, thoughts before we dive into any, like, specific details? Oh, God. Um, I would say is a high-level approach. It's, um, I kind of, if, feels more it's like tarkov for the cod group Mm. but even then i would say it's more like co-op tarkov you know what i mean like imagine it's because it's like you just don't there's not a lot of there's way more ai than there is players if you think of it like in terms of tarkov terms like just imagine like scabs are around every corner you know so it feels a lot more like you're doing like a co-op with like missions with your with your buddies and like there's like occasional like rare occurrences of PvP at certain like locations or hotspots or instances. Um and it has like a very light looting system to it. You know, you don't really loot the GPU to take out a raid and sell it and buy guns. You loot the GPU to sell it in raid to buy stuff useful in raid and or you just take that cash and extract with it and it goes to XP to level up your COD account essentially. Like it's it's got like this weird like ecosystem I say it's weird. Um like it's not I don't it weird is indifferent um in comparison to like Tarkov but because everything is like interconnected. You know you level up your character, you unlock this and that's unlocked for multiplayer Warzone and you know gunsmith you're leveling up gunsmiths for all your your yeah. uh different it's so it's and it, it i i get it like i i think honestly i think what they did was kind of genius is like they wanted to because if i don't know if you noticed but like almost like a large portion of tarkov players are playing the game right now and i'm sure it's like due to the to the wipe cycle and etc but like i think there's interest in you know, this type of game mode, um, like a market. So they're like, Oh, expanding the COD multiverse, if you will. And it's like, you got Warzone, battle Royale, multi classic multiplayer. Now you got DMZ and it's like, Oh, I might as well. Like I might as well go try Warzone now. And then eventually it's like, I might as well buy multiplayer so I can grind these, you know, systems out that I can use in DMZ. Like it all like interconnects, you know? And so it's like classic, um live service big corpo model to me but overall uh it's okay it's it, it has it has some like really fun moments to me but playing solo this is where we're gonna get the details playing solo is absolutely miserable dude it's so <laughs> miserable i hate it I, I i've never been more like it's probably more frustrating than tarkov like Tarkov, you have those moments where you get hit eyes by a scab, and it's pretty frustrating and annoying, you know? But this is like, oh my god, I literally cannot move two feet and not have an AI shooting at me while I'm mag-dumping a previous one, you know? It's just yeah, pure pain, pure pain. I think that is probably the biggest takeaway 
for a lot of people is that the game is made to be played as a three. Yeah. And you can play it as a duo as well. Like it's possible, mm-hmm. but the game is really made to be played as a three. And like playing on your own, like, but yeah, playing as three is great. Playing as two, you lose a little bit. And playing as solo is just like so far below because. Yeah. Because in Tarkov, right, you kill somebody. Right. You kill a, you, in a, there's a squad of three. You kill one of them. They're freaking dead. That's it. And there's no coming back. And it's yeah. just the fact that there's a respawn mechanic or the, you know, getting a knocked mechanic and getting people back up again, that just makes all the difference. And it's yeah. not that slow. Like, it's pretty quick to get people back up, right? If you're playing against three and you're not one guy, one guy can be getting the other guy back up while you're still getting engaged by guy number one. Um, it, yeah, it depends because there's a two-stage system. There's the knocked. Yes, which I learned today. I didn't realize this. Yeah, did we learn that today together? I don't remember. Must Man, have been. I don't know. I think you taught it to me though. Yeah, yeah, must yeah, must have been, yeah. Yeah. Cuz uh, I died properly. So like yeah, cuz you get knocked and then you right. can get, you know, got back up by your friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I got like outright out and out killed by somebody. And church then came back and like resurrected me from the dead. But I was like, CPR. You what? <laughs> like like you could do that. Like it takes a lot longer. I see him mess the bullet out of your cranium and it's like, you're yeah, all good, soldier, was, get back up. I was, I was like hands off mouse and keyboard, just like watching church. I right. was not, re- not ready to be back in the action again. It was very weird. So the fact that that's even, can you do that? Like, how many times can you do Can you just do it once? It's, or can you do it? No, it's, as far as I know, you can do it infinitely. So it's like, you have to kill so there's like a two stage right you they get knocked and they're crawling and they can like move around and then you can what i would call thirst them is where you know i guess it's like an apex term you just like you knock the guy and then you mag dump him until he like fully is fully dead so he can't be revived but instead in this it's like you just can't move your loot's dropped and people can loot you but your if your team is still alive they can come back like i was playing a game earlier and my teammate got knocked, and it was just like pure chaos for like five minutes. And eventually, I was able to like kill them on the spot and bring them back. Even after that five minute, like the their icons stay there forever. Like I don't know, maybe mm. it's a bug or something, or I don't know. But it seems to be how it works. So like as you were saying, yeah, if you have like three people, you know, your odds are like really high. Like you're 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 much more likely to survive. Versus if you're just one, like if you're knocked out, dude, that's that's kind of it. Like nobody's coming to rescue you. <laughs> yeah, and there is there is a self revive thing, mm-hmm. but like I mean, if you're if you're knocked down, like there probably there's probably AI like stood over your body, right? Yeah, if it's if you're in that particular situation, so you stand up and you immediately get shotgunned, and you're probably just dead straight away. Um, so yeah, playing solo is super hard. Like I, I managed to play some successful solo raids, but you pretty much just have to like skulk around the outskirts like do a few bits and pieces and then take a vehicle and then leave the vehicle before you get to the extract and like move in and blah, blah, blah. like i had a really nice one with like a dmr with a 2x on it that i had just in my account already to start with one of the contraband guns and i took out like 15 different ais from range and it's like it felt pretty cool but you have to really really be quite careful and i've had other ones where i didn't have a scope um because you know, the, like I think we're both playing on like non Modern Warfare 2 like multiplayer accounts. Like neither of us bought the game. So, uh, you know, you start off DMZ, you don't have anything. Like I don't have any weapons unlocked or anything like that. Right. So even putting an optic on at the beginning is not something that you just have unless you're taking out the contraband guns all the time. 
and it makes yeah it makes it pretty hard and there's like ai spawning constantly there's like helicopters like more ai like flying in and some of the dudes who are like heavily armored they can take an incredible amount of punishment especially if your gun's not crazy accurate you have to really either just like single tap them you know it was always my issue with warzone i I never really liked the time to kill i I just i'm not a huge fan of higher time to kill games just first it's just like personal preference um and i think there's a scale right there's like the higher the time to kill gets the more skill based it gets if you know what i mean because it's like the the person it favors the person with the better aim because if you start getting shot you can turn around and then you hold the button right. down on them for right. longer i get what you're saying right. yeah um whereas if it's a shorter time to kill then the game's more like tactical but you have some downsides that come with that such as camping and um, or, extract you know you get the lucky shot and yeah then, and the lucky shots and that, and that kind right of thing. So like they more rng up, they add up more yeah. they're more significant versus taking 10 you gotta get 10 lucky shots in a row so to speak yeah yeah because like some of the dudes it's like you know you shoot them once you shoot them again the helmet comes off and then you shoot them once and then you shoot them and you're just like freaking out it's like four shots to get a headshot with like an smg yeah. or something you're like yeah. oh, damn it dude you hit their helmet break the helmet and you start hitting yeah. their chest and it's like oh god <laughs> then you break their chest it's like ah <laughs> yeah. i should just start it's, the it's, chest to begin with you know it's, like... it's pretty tough and so because of that like playing solo again like half the time you just like run out of bullets or you're, yeah. you're having to reload because you're getting pushed by like six enemies at once because like some of the some of the drops of of AI is quite significant, especially when they turn up either in a chopper or in one of those like jeep things later on. It's it's pretty gnarly, and yeah, and you don't get any second chances. So if you get knocked down, you're just dead unless you have a self revive. But they're quite rare, and yeah. usually they don't help if you've already got yourself into that situation. So like you can play solo, but it's it's brutal. Like I didn't actually try filling my queue at all. I didn't either. I if okay if you're gonna do that make sure you ahead of time turn down VoIP because for whatever reason the game is like mastered like everything's mastered at like zero decibels like it's a maximum volume like it just blows out your speakers and VoIP <laughs> is literally like Xbox you know live back in the day people like crappy mics and just blowing out your speaker it's it's yeah make sure you lower your volume if you do that I haven't done that yet but. I was thinking about doing that. I probably will do that and just mute. <laughs> just mute point because I don't want to hear. Like, what's funny? I'm sorry. I'm going on a tangent. What's funny is VoIP is working always. So, like, if enemies are in a squad and they're on, like, console, I guess, and they're using, like, their microphones, VoIPing each other, it's coming through to me as well so I can hear them. And it's mm-hmm. so funny because I'll literally just hear, like, someone in the kitchen, like, you know, just like doing stuff. I'm like, oh, someone's nearby. You know, I'm just like, it's so weird because they're just hot micing nonstop. It's just, it's so scuffed, dude. Oh my god. Whereas, like, all the PC players are just on Discord, right, right. And no one's using the in-game, which is, you know, it's just a thing. It's always the way it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's the other thing I would I would say is like, the game is designed with console in mind i would probably say it's designed for consoles as a whole but definitely with like that's the primary i think it's the prime the target audience so like the looting can't be too crazy you know what i mean like now Mm -hmm. i understand why everything's just a single cell and you know everything goes in there you know what i mean it's just like yeah so you gotta like keep that in, in mind with it but 
Um, that was my biggest gripe with the game is solo is just kind of miserable and not fun. Um, even though I would still go through the punishment because like I just want to like have the fun. But but the good the good stuff about the game I would say is that there's so much to do in the map, if you will. Um, yes. Like you got your tasks from outs or operator or faction task or whatever faction missions, and then inside there's like a bajillion different icons on the map for like things to do to earn cash, and that's the interesting is like there's an in raid economy. You know anything you, um, you know loot you can well not anything but like the loot that you typically would loot for money outside of raid you loot it for inside of raid primarily, and then you sell that to the stations to buy like better armor some guns if you want ammo you know various knickknacks kill streaks you know whatever uh which is kind of cool because you can like i don't know just it's just like different because you're looting for that raid not for the next raid yeah it's like in raid trader i guess but just for that specific raid and like it's weird yeah because because like anything that you then take out of raid doesn't follow over into the next raid it all just turns into xp so you can you can use it in that raid or you can just take it out and just like level your account otherwise right which is which is fine um but yeah all the all the barter loot items you just sell them to the station or unless it's for a specific mission but you yes. just sell them to the station and then you can then like buy the, as the various things you're talking about i mean the one thing that's kind of cool about it is that i think the deal is like if you extract with if you extract with a gun, then you unlock that gun so you can then go in with that gun as like I think it's your insured slot. You can yes. you can put any gun in your insured. Like the insurance thing was really confusing to me, but I right. think it's it's extra confusing if you start playing DMZ because there's really like almost no value in the insurance slot at the beginning. Exactly. You don't have any guns unlocked, really. You've got like the basics and yeah. you don't have any of the gunsmith attachments for them. So the the idea behind the insurance in DMZ is that you've got a gun that you've kitted out the way that you want it to based on the levels that you've got and that you get that on. A, so if you lose it, then you get it back after a certain cooldown or that you get, you get to use it again, not get it back. Like it's the wrong, that's the wrong way of thinking about it. You get to use that gun again after a certain cooldown well, and you can make the cooldown lower by like extracting stuff out of the raid or whatever. Um, but yeah, when you first start playing, I was just like, this is just weird. Like why right. I could just pick like no, ra- all the random crappy guns that I already have. Like why, why is this insurance thing? It's just, just very strange. Um, but the cool thing is, yeah, you, if you find the gun that you haven't used or haven't unlocked in the raid and you extract with it, then you get that unlocked and then you can put that in your insured slot and then you can take it into into mm-hmm. the raid after you've had it. And then you, because you can sell the stuff in raid and then buy guns from the buy station, you can buy weapons that you don't have access to, extract with them, and then you've got them afterwards. So that's uh, like a kind of cool thing about being able to do some of that stuff in raid and having this sort of, it's a little bit like what you were saying with Lost Light, right? It's like, get access to the a thing, little bit like level requirement yeah. plus you have to extract it and then hand one in and then you can buy it after that so there's a little bit like that it's a little bit but this is like either or either you grind the weapons mm. trees to unlock it or you extract with it and then you can just skip the tree to start yeah. grinding the gun like what i'm doing now is i'm grinding the m16 on my insurance slot to get the attachments unlocked because those attachments can go on all the like AR M16 platform. So I'm like, I'm trying to build like the ultimate gun, but I have to grind out different things. But instead of like 
doing the tree of doing the M4 to the 5.56 LMG to the M16, I just skipped straight to the M16 to grind that out. Because my M4 is already grind that out. Like, I, I extracted with a bunch of them and then leveled it up and then eventually it was already level 20. And then it's kind of weird because it's like, well, I could use my insurance slot on the M4, but I'm not going to be able to grind it. So it's like I, I need to use it specifically if I really want to survive because it's like my best thing, but it won't progress anything in terms of the gunsmith thing. Know, it's just a weird little thing because that's kind of like yeah. the only like draw like the loop for the game is like you just grind stuff. I mean, that's kind of the, the whole thing of COD, I guess. Yeah, and I do I don't think know. that's I the have strange a... thing about DMZ is like. Yeah, will I be playing it in two weeks' time? Yeah, that's the thing, right? I don't know, because nothing that you get in raid comes out of raid, except for Guns. the armor system seems to work very similarly to PUBG in many ways. I guess mm-hmm. it's like a lot of the other the other games, but PUBG is the one that I you know, used to play. I've never played that many, not, not played many of the other Battle Royales as they've come yeah, out yeah. afterwards, but you know, it's like you have your plates thing, mm-hmm. and you have like one plate carrier to start with and then there's the two plate one and the three plate one and then the different sizes of backpacks and then the guns and those are the only things that really carry over between raids like all the other items like cash doesn't carry over because it just turns into xp you know the loot items carry over because that just turns into xp so yeah as you said it's just like you're grinding your account right and that's and that's pretty much it so the game loop i mean without an actual economy because there is no economy in this game there's an in-raid economy and that's about it outside of that it's just all about xp and what guns you've got unlocked and what things you've got in your insured slots so that you can use like cracked out guns more often that's basically it because i don't know there's yeah because the the, to explain like the guns like when you take them so you get the insurance slot which we discussed but when you take them anything you take out of raid that's a gun it gets listed as contraband which basically means you can't mod it whatever is attached to it is attached to it and it's like, there is no in-raid modding, which is, like, kind of weird if you're coming from, like, Tarkov. It's, like, it's, like, yeah, but I, I, that part's kind of, like, very frustrating in a sense. The other part that's frustrating is, like, you can't, it's not very obvious if this is a good gun that's modded, you know? It's, like, it's got some, because there's, like, five boxes above the gun, and those are, like, the mod slots, right? Like, the stock pistol, laser, barrel, blah, 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 and... If all five are filled, then that means there's five mods on that gun. But, like, if the UI is not showing me on, like, the preview of the gun, like, exactly which parts are highlighted yellow that are, like, modded, but I don't even know what those are, like, what they do. There's no stats. Like, I don't know if it's a good, like, is this good? I don't heckin' know. It's got five. It must be good, you know? It's just, like, okay. Like, you have yeah. to, uh, that part, I feel like, is a very, very weak spot in the game. Um which, yeah, which I, I really think the UIs could really do is some work. Um, I think what's what's kind of interesting is that <clears throat> you know because COD's not really a it's never been a looty game, and having right. these having like different items with different stuff on it, like it's just not something that they've ever done. It's actually kind of interesting. Like I think it's kind of fascinating in some ways to see a AAA studio kind of trip over it a little bit and just be like, oh, shit, this is actually like, oh, you know, this, look, you've got hitboxes for loot containers, which are not working properly. You've got the the visibility of what's actually on each weapon, which is really important. Like, I can't see any of the scopes in my stash at all. I can't see what 
any of my guns are equipped with. They've all got irons, regardless of what they actually have when you get into raid. It's like which I'm pretty sure this, like, that's a bug. I think it's yeah. I mean, that's definitely a bug. But I mean, there's like this quite but a lot exclusively of exclusively in DMZ. I'm assuming. I'm assuming Warzone doesn't have so. that issue. Presu- presumably, yeah. Um, so it's like it's pretty. It's it's pretty interesting to see yeah. these kind of like very basic things come through. That <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just fascinating. After playing so many looting games all the way back to like Daisy Alpha, mm-hmm. and it's like. You know, these systems need to work because otherwise it's really frustrating, you know? Yeah. Um, like you like you were saying to me earlier, right? We we did actually, we played some, some games together and uh, you were like, oh, I've killed this guy, but all I can see is his vest. Like, he doesn't seem to have a bag on. Like, I'm not sure if this is a bug or not. Like, whether I'm supposed to be able to see into his bag or, or not. Like, it's just, just it's some a little bit strange. Serious bugs around that. And it's very frustrating, too. It's like... Oh uh, yeah, the one time you do get PvP and you win, and then you go to loot them and you can't, it's just like, please, I want to, like, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, it's funny because like when we were talking before about streets and me sort of hoping that the streets map's got like lots of points of interest and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. That it does make me think of the experience of playing DMZ, which, as you say, you know, you spawn in and there's the map's just like full of points of interest. There's tons of things to do. There's like AI strongholds all over the place. There's contracts you can pick up to do various missions, and some of them are like kind of cool. And there's like way more to do than you ever could have time to do. So yeah. you get a lot of a lot of choice, a lot of agency, and like what you want to focus on, which is pretty fun. And I do like that about it. It feels like there's a lot to do, and I think that is probably where the driving force is to keep playing. Just because I think it's not necessarily that the systems are fantastic, but it's just the in raid experience is pretty good. Yeah. And quite engaging because, like, in many ways, I feel like the game kind of plays like Apex, and not Apex. Sorry, it it plays like the cycle in in many ways. Okay, that's interesting. To the cycle in that in that respect, like this is the closest one that I can think of. But for me, there's something a bit lackluster about playing the cycle. I don't know whether it's like just the simply the the process of fighting against like aliens and like melee aliens is just not as interesting as playing against AI with guns. I'm not sure. Like maybe, maybe it's partly that, but also I felt like the cycles map felt pretty empty. A lot of the time it was like, there's like points of interest and there's looting and then there's PVP and then there's some like AI monsters and there's some cool stuff. There's like the meteor things and there's some events and whatever, but like DMZ to me, I feel just like way more yeah, yeah, yeah. compelled to play because of all the stuff that there is to do it's just like oh i've not done like this mission this is, looks kind of cool right. or you can and you can drive vehicles around i think that's that's another thing that's really nice is that you can speed around the map um and you're obviously very noisy and a big target but um you know you can speed around the map to get to where you want to be and there's like super super hard hot spots and and that it's just like it's, it's it feels good to play it just feels good it just feels good it just feels good and i think that's what's kind of captivating a lot of people like i don't think it'll in its current form i don't think it'll have the longevity of we're honest even the cycle actually yeah but there's enough spillover from people playing warzone and a few of the other game modes that you know i'm sure they'll keep working on it Let's... and they labeled it as a beta yeah i mean that's the interesting thing too is because from my general understanding the warzone crowd isn't interested in it at all mm. but the tarkov crowd seems to be interested in it but i yeah. you know i i think the general thing for most people and 
I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I, you know, I feel this for myself as like, and as you said, it's fun for now, but like two weeks from now, will it still be fun? I don't know. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's okay. But I yeah. definitely agree. The, the map, there's so much to do and so many dynamic parts of it. AI spawning in via helicopter vehicle rolls out of AI um, the missions you get, like the, there's one where you can in raid, you can accept the mission to ex, uh, uh, save a sil- civilian, and you go inside the room or the building, and then the timer starts, and he's got like a bomb on him. So you got to find the civilian, clear it of the AI, so you can defuse the bomb, and then a, an extract opens up for you to take the civilian to it. And if you want, you can take that extract too, which is really cool. I was like, dude, that's awesome. It's like. I can do this mission to get like an extract, a new extract open. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that is that is pretty neat. <clears throat> yeah, it is, it is pretty neat. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think I'm not surprised, as you were saying, with the Warzone crowd. I'm I'm not surprised that they are not that interested in it, really, because the one thing that people seem to have said about it is that you can grind your guns. Like, obviously, we don't really have any, like, reference, right? Because we're not playing the, the normal multiplayer, and we're not playing... Well, I'm not really... I'm not playing Warzone, per se. Yeah. Um, I could, but I haven't yet. But people have said that you level stuff really fast in DMZ, which That's I guess makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's because, like, you know, you're, you're risking stuff, and it's a trickier game mode, which sort of makes sense, which is kind of, like, kind of interesting. So I think maybe people might play it for that. If you want to grind, like, a particular gun really quick, then you can just, like take it in or maybe you play it every time your insurance is off right if you like, that's what i was gun, thinking yeah so you're playing warzone and then you just go and play dmz right. every time your insurance is down which could work out but um i can see why like the the typical warzone crowd is not really that interested because as you were saying right there's a, a earlier there's a lot of ai it's like the way i described it before offline was like it was like pv capital e v <laughs> lowercase p because the game like play it plays out like you know the co-op campaign and in that 95 percent of the time you're just playing against the ai and i think that for i think i just think that will get boring quick i don't think there's enough people on the map um i mean i guess it could increase it like they could say how it is now and be like oh, okay people are getting bored because like people have figured out the game mode and they're just playing against ai now everyone's just doing their own thing there are so many contracts that actually you don't really need to interact with each other because everyone can just stay within their own little zone and then yeah. just go to the different extracts and then leave. So that's like one downside, I think, because there's so much AI fighting and there's only so much of that that you can do. It's like, yeah, it's like playing the single player. Um, and it's like, how much shooting do I want to do against, you know, five heavily armored AIs? That gameplay gets pretty stale. And this is the weird part too, is like, I find that most of the PvP stuff happens at the extracts, which kind of makes sense because there's only like three on the map. Like, there's, mm. let's say there's a hundred different in raid missions, just the missions alone, not to mention like the AI, the vehicles, you know, the, the quest you may already have outside of the raid that you came in the raid to do. Um, there, but there's three extracts. So, like, it's going to funnel players to there. So, it makes sense that we get more PvP, but it's just kind of like, like, I don't know, like, like, it doesn't have that same Tarkov feel where it's like, you know, you're moving about, there's a scav, it's like, oh crap, you know, shoot him. It's like, dang it, 
I just alerted everyone in my position, you know. It's just like everyone just like in their own little section, you know, like square of the map. They're just full autoing, you know, AI constantly. It's just kind of weird. Yeah, and you can't hear shots from that far. Like you, you no, it's not like you hear like shots going off across the rest of the map. And the yeah. map is massive and the fights are happening quite spread out. So I mean if you wanted to push BVP, I'm sure that you know there's the What's the dude's name? There's like the big boss of the map and he's called the chemist. Um, and he's sort of in the middle somewhere. Now that seems to be like where the deal is or, or the like weapon supply drop thing. You can pick it up and then you're marked on the map and everybody then can go after you or whatever. I think that's kind of where you're going to see more crazy yeah. PVP. <sighs> see, um, so if you do want to go for it, you could do that. But that like definitely that's true. But the frustrating part for me there is like there's so much AI that it's so hard to get there to participate in the PvP. <laughs> and then you're... Yeah. And then I think what, like, kind of, like, inadvertently adds to the intensity, because I was watching Airwing dude, and it was just, like, pure chaos. It was him, Valiant, and Jesse, and it was... At least I think that, yeah. Or maybe it was Jape. I don't remember. Or no, I think it was... Anyways, whatever. I think it was that three. I saw, I saw a couple of posts. It was just, like, pure chaos, because... They're fighting players, juggling the boss, juggling the AI, trying to like revive each other and like played up. Like it because there's like so much AI, you're just like constantly juggling all these different things. But trying the that's the frustrating part is when I we did do like some PvP, trying to get to them to do PvP. It's just like God, there's so much things to like get through to like participate, but anyways yeah and and then again that's like comes back to the point of playing solo right it's just like you're having to like revive yes. each other multiple times to actually engage in the end game stuff like you just can't really access a lot of that content yeah really if you're playing solo just because it's so easy to die i did actually find when we were playing one thing that i ended up struggling with was just like lack of ammo you basically need somebody with the ammo box perk otherwise you just run out of bullets all the time because there's so many ai and they take so long to die it's it's so crazy some of them are just like ridiculous the heavy armored dudes yeah, I mean, out of all those, like, different things you can choose, like, looking at the stack, I think the only one, there's a couple other ones that might be, like, good or, like, viable, but the only one that makes sense is the ammo one, because, like, who cares if I get a one-time deployable cover? You know what I mean? It's just, like, that's, I need ammo, you know, if I can't yeah. shoot, like, that's the bottom line, so. Which is, like, that's the other frustrating part with the looting system, is, like, I can't loot ammo take it out of raid and then bring it back into the raid to have like that my loot spot as an ammo thing like it's just like there's like these weird little things and i think like that's why like some of these systems are kind of playing out the way they are where it's just like it doesn't it's just weird because it's almost it's like it's warzone e in a way yeah. uh, and it's like not that full like looter you know you go in with you risk stuff and then you you get more stuff and then you extract and then you stow it away like I, when i first played i looted like an armor plate i had so i had like a tier two on me and then i also looted a tier two and then i saw that it just got like disintegrated like thanos snapped into exp i was like no i want to put that in my stash so when I have a, you know, when I die and I lose, you know, because this is like On another armor plate. Like exactly. Because yeah. this, this is, I mean, it's kind of interesting how they do it, but it's like once you, you have like a self-revive, a armor plate, a backpack and a gas mask. And those are like persistent. So as you like level those up, they're persistent on your character. I mean, not level those up, but as you like 
upgrade them, buying them, finding them, whatever. They stay on your character. After you extract, they don't get disintegrated. So then it's like... You just like... But then it's like you're committed to doing a big boy run. After It's like, you know, I got all the, like, stuff upgraded. So it's like, now I can't not unequip those. You know, I just have to, like, use them continually. And then eventually you're going to die, so you're going to lose it. But you don't have anything in your stash because it doesn't stay there. So you have to go and, like do that process all over again which is like kind of interesting but it just it's different you know what i mean that's just not how the tarkov way is or whatever yeah it's a good point it's a very good point it's like a persistent battle royale yeah kind of yeah 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 because there's (laughs) there's a ring (laughs) so that's the other mechanic probably should have mentioned is there's a timer a 25 minute timer once it gets down to zero there's a small little radiation zone where the, the Giga mentioned the chemist. He's like the guy that has the exclusive DMZ gun that you can get. If you extract it, then you get the blueprint unlocked, which is kind of cool. I, I dig that. But anyways, after that timer is, then the ring starts expanding outwards. And then when it hits the extracts, it permanently closes the extract. It'll be like extract is, you know, too hazardous. We can't you know, hit you, find the other one, comrade, or whatever they say. So you have to, like, really get out once that point. I think once all three closed, there'll be, like, one more that opens on, like, the edge of the map. Yeah. And I had it where it was, like, you know, t- I needed, like, ten more seconds, but, you know, it's just like, nope. <sighs> I was in that raid with you. And we were so close. Was, yeah, there was yeah. one who was so close. Literally, the helicopter was there, and we were, like, running. Oh, I just, do like, remember. Five meters in front of us, we were like, no, no. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but I mean, I think, I don't know, outside of that, once it hits zero, mm-hmm. like, when I was playing solo, you can you can go in, like, sometimes sometimes the extracts are really close to you, and sometimes they're really far away. That's the only other thing that I would say. So sometimes if you're playing solo, just, like, getting to the extract can just be its own mission, because it's so hard to get that's, there. That's my point, is it's, there's so much AI, and maybe this is just a solo thing. It's just impossible to move from one <laughs> like one square to the other it's just impossible yeah and so if it's close to you as a solo you can just be like okay i'll just leave a few bits right and then just leave out of this, this this extract like i didn't find that the timer and the big radiation thing at the end i didn't feel like it really had that much impact on the mm-hmm. match unless you stayed too long basically if you screwed up right if you messed up and you stayed too long then it has a huge impact i don't know whether it would be cool if it did slowly increase like a, a normal battle royale and like take stuff out as time goes on you have to think about it dynamically i'm not sure but that'd be interesting because it just yeah. sits there like a little point for like 25 minutes and then goes oh now it's important you're like yeah oh, crap. yeah i mean you you have to manage your time overall you know you yeah. don't want to cut it too close so like it's kind of there in the back of your mind it's a ticking time bomb in a way and yeah i'm not sure whether it matters or not but i, I thought it was interesting no but so I, get, just, I get what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. no it that doesn't could really be matter too, too much yeah um, yeah no, it's, it's funny it's funny but i think it's one of those things right it's like the gameplay itself is is fun but without any bigger goals in general to kind of work towards and, and have to focus on it just doesn't feel as good i mean it's like it isn't rpg like like tarkov is yeah that that's true like progression just isn't it's not the, it's not the same i mean it's just not the same the only thing you got really is the blueprints slash skins i don't understand the cod 
systems, so like you have to forgive me, but I think their skins. Actually, you know, I saw a video from Tayoff. I need to get him on the show. I keep saying that, but he posted a DMZ video. It was like, here's how to, <laughs> here's how to, you know, five hundred, five thousand hours in Tarkov. Here's how to play DMZ. And he was like, okay, if you want PvP, you go to these zones, basically. And why is there PvP here? Because COD players love skins, and these zones have this weapon boxes that give you the skins. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> Anyways, it's dude. There was uh, yeah. Okay, so that's um. What were we talking about before I went and, and then got myself lost and canceled a bunch um, of things? I was gonna say. Well, before the skins, uh, I'm not even sure now. What, what were we talking about just before? I, I forget. I don't know. I was hoping you knew. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I can't even say where I was going with that. Oh. That's the only thing to work towards is the insurance slot. So if you do enough tasks, oh yeah, like there's a couple of things to like. Do you care about skins? Do you care about the exclusive gun to DMZ that you can unlock in your gunsmith? You know, do you care about leveling up your all your guns through DMZ? Do you care about um, getting more insurance slots from the quest? I already mentioned that. I think I did. But anyways, that's that's kind of like the only staying power for that. You're just playing it to play it and. I just can't see myself playing at the planet like with the boys to fight AI for 15 minutes and maybe see a player like the player to me, like the player encounters are more interesting than fighting this AI because AI is kind of just like bullet sponges and it's AI like it, it's going to be only so good. I mean, it's not even AI is not even the right word. It's like scripts, you know, line <laughs> command lines like. That's how they look, right? Because yeah. they, they run to the certain places and you know kind of where they're going to go, right. which corners they're going to peek. And like, you know, they're, they're kind of like some of the AIs, it's, they got they move well or whatever, but like yeah. their tactics are just like non-existent. Um, yeah, basically surround the player and slowly and creep on them is kind of... But it, I will say they got some pretty cool, like the animations are really solid. The, uh, you know, they get to cover to like peek their head out, you know, and then like full peek. And then mm. if you down a guy and you don't like fully kill him, the other AI will run up to him and like resuscitate him. And so like you like if you don't like if you see that, you're like, oh, shit, he's healing him. I should kill him now. So that way he can't heal him or like kill the guy that's healing him. But then you're like juggling the other AI. It's kind of cool. I, I dig that. I dig that. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Right. It's like the PvP is where it's at. It's not really about killing the AIs, especially not after a while. Like, it's fun for, for a couple of days, but then you go like, okay, it's I've seen these AIs before. Yeah, it's going to get really old. Like, I've seen these patterns of behavior. I know what I need to do, but it's right. just I have to mow down through, like, a bazillion of them to actually get anywhere and do anything. So, like, maybe as the game matures a little, they could turn the AI down a little bit and turn the number of players up a bit. Um, I mean, I think it makes sense now to launch it like this, because it gives people kind of more fair chance to explore the game and explore the the different challenges that you can do, the different contracts you can pick up and that kind of thing. It's a little bit like um, like when they did the Woods expansion, they had the number of players lower. And then they said, oh, we're going you know, to turn it back up. Like once people have had a chance to explore it and da, 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 it's like the player density is lower than where we think it should be in the long run. But we don't want it just to be just like, you know, a clusterfuck right yeah. from the beginning. So yeah. we'll like, we'll make it nice and nice and low and then and turn it up. I think that would be like a sensible approach, honestly, but I don't know if that's their plan. I've seen that a few places online, people being like, yeah, you know, turned up the number of players a bit. Um, I think people are even saying that for Warzone as well. 
Not that yeah. I really have any input. Did you did you actually play just out of interest? No, you, you played I, a little bit of Warzone or not? No. I wanna I wanna try it though, now that I've the Activision got me, dude. They got me. They're like, hey, we're gonna launch a Tarkov clone and get them to play the other <laughs> products we have. He's gonna buy the battle pass, just just wait, you know, he's gonna fall for it. Dude. It's only ten dollars. Giant pop up like mm, ten dollars, give us your money now. Oh. Yeah. There's uh I like clicked on the the store just like out of us. Oh, I wonder what's even it. And it's just like oh, I'm buying the ultimate Giga Chat edition for like eighty five pounds or something. And I was like, oh, are you serious? Like, oh my god. Yeah, Ridiculous. the store is very. Like, it was the first thing that came up. Like, dude, you just like the ultimate Giga edition. I was just like, what? dude, I feel like there's a lawsuit. Uh, like possible case, you literally click on Battle Pass and it instantly pops up this giant screen. It's like buy the ultimate edition. $99 and it's like oh there's no free battle pass but there's like a tiny little back button on like the top right corner somewhere you know it's like gray it's like semi-transparent you know it doesn't really stand out you know I feel like there's a lawsuit there dude you have to go on the wiki and there's three pixels that you have to click you know it's just like you're looking at the wiki just like I can't find it you know like, yeah yeah uh, uh. They do want people to spend the money. I mean, it's like a fair play to them releasing it for free. Like, fair play. Yeah, I mean... Can't, I th- can't fault them for that, really. I think it's a smart move because, as I said, I feel like the goal is to get, you know, people in the ecosystem. I hate I hate saying that because I feel like I'm a freaking, you know, marketing gen- yeah. you know, genius server for Activision. You know, it's like, we need an ecosystem, guys. <laughs> I mean, I can feel it, dude. I was looking at the battle pass. I'm like, it's only $10, you know. It's like... I could get more blueprints, you know. But no, it's, it's clever, right? Because you're like, okay, well, now you've got these guns. It's like, oh, well, you can use them in, in Warzone. It's not right. like you're starting from scratch. Um, I know, it's, it's one of those funny things. It's like, I, I think it's good that they did it this way because there's plenty of people, me included, that are familiar with Call of Duty. Yeah. But we are not Call of Duty mains. Right. And you know what? Like... I enjoy COD. Like, I've always enjoyed COD. Like, ever since back for... Like, I didn't used to play the Legacy ones, but the first one that I played properly was the original Modern Warfare, which is yeah. really good, COD4. It's, like, a super, super yeah, good game. Yeah, game. Um, and since then, I've bought, like, some of the CODs. Right. As, as and when, kind of, my, you know, IRL friends group, like, dictated that people were on a... We're on a COD, a COD, zo- you know, mode or whatever. Right. Like, oh, we're playing COD this time, like, when it, when it releases. Fine. Yep. Um... But in this particular instance, like nobody's really that interested. So I haven't bought the main game, but we still can play DMZ. There's like plenty of COD players out there, I'm sure, that are not like you know, main, you're not like you know, war zone, like hyper fanatics, but you know, we're just like broadly fans of the series and um and of the franchise and we're interested to see what see what's out there. And it like, yeah, maybe if it's really cool and like might lull, you know, lure you into coming back to the game, maybe buying multiplayer, like whatever, like, you know, multiplayer is a good time. Like it's, it's fine. It's just, it is, it is what it is. It's Call of Duty, right? It's yeah. You know mode. exactly what you're getting, you know? Yeah. Which is yeah, kind of the and, nice and, thing, but also kind of the bad thing. Yeah. And it's like DMZ is kind of a half and half where it's not super mm-hmm. serious. Like if I died in a raid of DMZ, I wouldn't really care. unless like, unless I had like something really, really sick or like you've killed the chemist and you've got the, the blueprint or whatever. Yeah. But there's only a few moments where you're going to really, really care. Exactly. Um, and there's some quest progression that's a bit frustrating if you lose it. But um, otherwise, it's kind of like, you know, if you want to just fire something up and just have a 20-minute game, like the games are pretty short. And again, you can choose how long you want to stay in, which is a nice thing about all these extraction shooters. You're not stuck playing a 
you know timed game where a circle closes on a on a set schedule and if you're going to win you're going to be in for 30 minutes 40 minutes 50 minutes whatever it is for that particular game mode um because you have to then commit that time whereas in you know in 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 tarkov or in uh in dmz or whatever like it's something that's always appealed to me is just like something comes up and you're just like ah like i have to go like let me just extract Mm -hmm. you know and there's you've always got that option which is kind of neat so yeah i don't know it's um i think that was smart i think that was smart making it free and uh, so it's definitely something that people should check out, especially because it doesn't take that long and it's the mechanics are fairly simple and and it's good fun, especially for the first kind of like, I mean, how long have I played it for? Oh, I don't have Steam open anymore. I think I've probably played maybe 10 hours. Okay. Or something. I haven't, I haven't played like a lot, but I've played, I've played some. That's respectable. I've probably played half of it with you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's respectable. I'm curious how many I have. Um, am I going to embarrass myself? <laughs> maybe it's even less than that, though. Uh... 23 hours okay 23 that's not too bad yeah that's not too yeah. embarrassing <laughs> yeah i mean that's good right like you know 20 yeah. hours out of a free game whatever you feel like okay it's justified that it's decent enough you know we, we hold everything to the high standards of talk it's just like if i can't play five thousand hours in this game the game sucks you know like we hold uh, lots of things up to a super high standard these days but if something can hold your attention for 20 hours and you still feel like you're having fun and you want to play a bit more then you know this is that's good yeah that's all right i think that's fine i think that's fine there's one other mechanic that i've like recently stumbled across was the dead drops they're like these trash cans i haven't found it yet yeah that's they're not marked they're just like you gotta like walk past them and notice that it's like got like a white outline to it you know what i mean though the classic like this is a thing you can loot it's got a white outline you know but you go up to it, you press F, and it's got four slots that you can dispatch stuff, and then you send it in there, and it gets converted into EXP instantly. Like, it says it was stowed away in your stash, but that's not really what happens. Like, you can't put guns in there. I tried. But you can put right. loot in there. And, like, I don't know, because I don't know if it's, like, a reduction compared to if you extract with that loot. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. XP conversion. But like I was doing it and it was giving me XP, but it was also reducing the uh the loadout slot, the insurance slot. It was like Oh yeah. Say you know, saying I don't know if it said the time, but it just would say it got reduced. But the really meta, you know, this is a bit of a metagame thing as I figured out, is you could take the gear items like a flash bang. Because you can like technically you can swap them out with your tactical, or you could stow it in your backpack. So you could take those and put it in there to stow it, and we could convert it to EXP. So you could, oh. like, do something with those use... Because they're kind of, like... You ever loot a crate, and it's just a bunch of, like, equipment that you don't... Like, nothing, you know what I mean? It's just like, what do I do with this? What do I do? care about a decoy? Am I really going to put this in my backpack? I only have, like, five cells. Like, you know, <laughs> I want the money so I yeah. can buy it. But anyways... um. Or I want the loot so I can sell it for money. But anyways. The and it seems like it gives you a lot of EXP. Like the the loot would give me like five three to five times compared to what like a five hundred dollar loot item would. Like it was it seemed like pretty massive. So I thought that was interesting and also like weird because you could kind of just like farm that spot yeah in a way but it's also just weird because 
I one time I was like, okay, well, it's like surely I'll take this key and put it in there and I'll put it in my stash. And it just consumed the key for EXP. I was like, no. <laughs> but it, that, that's a, it just, it, I don't know. I just feel like they kind of went too far away from like the Tarkov. Or the looter shooter. Yeah, yeah, because like, it's just like, dude, I, I want to hoard stuff, man. Like, where's my, mm. I need my hoarding addiction simulator, okay? Yeah, where's the stash? Like, you just yeah. need a stash, like a proper I mean, stash, not just a contraband thing for guns. They got, like, a key stash, but, I mean, you know, it's yeah. just like, yeah. I, I want... When you start, like, 20 keys and, like, 10 guns, is that it? I think that's your whole stash. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's 20. I don't know. Maybe it's 10. I don't know. But sure I just, like, that. yeah, it's just, like, like, it's cool. I can, because that's kind of the nice thing about the PvP is, like, you kill someone... And, like, potentially they could have their insurance slot gun. And it could be, like, something that I've never seen before. Like, I killed a guy that had him before, and he had, like, a thermal scope on there. Like, I've never seen this, and I was like, I want to extract with this so I can use it again. And it's, a con- you know, it's kind of nice. But, um, uh, you know, as far as, like, looting armor and any of that stuff, or backpacks, like, it's so annoying because the lockers spawn gear very often, like, armor and backpacks. And I'll find, like, I'll pass up like six or seven medium backpacks, but I can't like do anything with them. Yeah. Besides loot them for EXP, which I don't want. I want the backpack in my stash to use it for my next run when I, I fail. I want to be able to put six medium backpacks inside each other in raid <laughs> so that. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's interesting what you said about the kind of the, the tactical devices. The, what are they called? Like tactical items? I can't remember. The, and the, the kill streak item, whatever. So you've got like your. You've got your kind of. There's tactical. They called? It's called lethal. Lethal. Cards, like a lethal thing. Basically just a grenade. Or and your tactical thing. And then your. I think it's. Is it still called a kill streak? Yeah, there's or a deployable, kill Deployable, that's the one. Yeah, deployable. And, and there yeah. is a kill streak slot, but you can't prep anything for it. It's only persistent. If you find it in raid, it, and then it stays, and you don't use it, then it stays in the next raid. Yeah. But yeah, of those things, I kind of wish, especially when I was first starting, I wish that those things were a different color or marked differently in the inventory, because, you know, you're looting in t- tendencies. You go to something, you press and then you just go like, you just like want to take everything, but you yeah. end up like swapping your frag grenade out for right. some random grenade. You end up swapping out the thing that you brought in with like your deployable with some other random thing. Because you're not like if you're not really paying attention and you're yeah. not playing like normal like Warzone or anything or like normal COD, you don't necessarily know like what's the tactical, what's the lethal. I mean, that sounds like a newbie thing, right? It's like just not really playing much COD recently. And all and especially with the deployables, it's just like, you know, is a drone, is that like a loot item? Is that a deployable? Yeah, like, you don't you you, wouldn't if really you're a completely know. brand new player. Yeah. You only play DMZ, you wouldn't no, necessarily know like what that is, yeah. Um that also reminds me of something in you know in the flea market on Tarkov, which is quite funny. Like imagine playing and you're just like refreshing like through the offers, or whatever, and it says like, oh, you've clicked the thing too fast. Like you need to now click the three bike yeah, sodas or whatever. But you're just like, how do I know which one's these like if you've never right. encountered the items before? I wonder if like if you've never encountered the item before, I wonder if it's caught like unidentified. Pick the, pick the pliers and it shows like the red pliers and the yellow pliers. Yeah. <laughs> it I just know. says pliers. Yeah. Can you imagine if it could come up like unidentified though in that thing? It'd uh... be like super funny, like well, that's the thing too, right? Did, but yeah. if you've never identified it, and just it, oh, there's a line in the game. Okay, I guess they mean this line, you know. But you've yeah. never like uh, seen it before. It's just like, oh, there's a. Okay, 
I guess I guess yeah. they want me to pick this bronze lion. I don't know. <laughs> Never seen this before. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So like, I mean, I spent the first like two or three matches just like swapping all my things that I'd taken in well, like so much. Well, that's kind of the the weird. I don't really understand it. So like, you you basically get a free tactical, a free mm-hmm. lethal, and a free deployable every raid, regardless. Yeah. Right. Like you you if you run out of guns, then you go in for your fist, but you get those guarantee. But then you go to loot stuff and like let's say you loot a weapon crate or whatever it is, and there's like new tactical and deployables in there. It's like, why do I care about any of these when it already gave me the option to pick what I want at the start at the cost of nothing? And then you're gonna yeah. like show these to me as like, do you wanna swap? Like <laughs> it's like did you pick the wrong one by mistake? Here's yeah. your chance. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't, I, I feel like there's the loot sometimes is like super, like as far as like gear loot can be like super underwhelming. Cause it's just like a bunch of like, uh, um, tactical lethal deployable mm. stuff that like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That part's really confusing to me. Yeah, exactly. And like, and I said, I wish it was just a different color. Cause the number of times I've clicked on them, I'm just like, oh, yeah. crap, I don't want that. Like, I want to go back to my actual frag grenades, you know? Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, but that's a bit, yeah, that's a bit confusing. But um, like, I guess yeah, you man, could like, like stole them in your backpack. And then if you ran out, you could swap to it. Maybe, maybe I'm just a noob. Maybe that's the I meta. think you can do that. Yeah. Maybe that's but you don't have enough doing. slots. That's, that's, that's the thing. I, up with, like, I, just, five I don't frags. know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get like sewing stuff and I was just like, you can only yeah. stack two, I think. And I had like one frag on me and then two two stacks of two as well. I was like, oh man, why can't I pick anything up? I was just like, oh, my whole bag is just like plates because I bought them off the off of the buy station because yeah. I was like trying to fill out my like money because there's a quest where you have to spend money basically. And so I just like bought the cheapest possible items, just like, oh, we'll just spend all the money on this because I gotta do it for a quest. And so I ended up with like the whole bag's just like full of plates and grenades. I was like, oh no wonder I can't pick anything up. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, it's quite. You're quite restricted. You're quite restricted with the small bag. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. It yeah. It's it's fun. It's I fun. Mean, I, it, I don't know. That's the thing. It's fun. I feel like it's you know, I'm having fun, so I'm playing it. You know what I mean? When I stop having fun, I will stop playing. <laughs> Trust me on that. Um. Well, yeah, you know, something something to do until, until streets comes. Yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of cool actually recently because you've played so many random like extract style games. Yeah, but you've just kind oh. of gone like full variety. I have to tell you, I I played Hunt. I gotta tell oh, everyone yeah. this story. I played Hunt. Played it for like two rounds and uninstalled. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, and it's it's. I'm sure. Okay, if Hunt's your favorite game and you're listening, okay, it, it's nothing against the game. Well, it is kind of, but like, okay, I'm you know, I'm glad you like it. But I, the main thing that pissed me off was the crosshair is not centered on the screen it's in the lower third like it's centered but it's in the bottom half of your screen okay and i just like for the life of me i just it just irritates the snot out of me and i looked it up you can't change it apparently the developers said that it's like baked into the game they have to like completely rewrite the code so it's just like not fixable there's no, there's no setting or nothing they can do about it. It was just a decision I made early on, and that's the way it's going to be. So I, and I, I mean, that was like the major part. The other part was like some minor things, like the aim punch. Like when you get hit, you just like, 
Like I that's that's immediately what I did. I was like, okay. I don't really care about anything else. I just want to see how the PvP is. Because if the PvP is not fun, then I'm probably just like, I really don't care about fighting alien AI like the Psycho Frontier. Like, you know, it's kind of cool. Mm. And it's cool because like the loot and like there's like something to do and it you know alerts other players, but it's not like the main draw for me. So I really don't care about whatever's going on with like spooky ghost town western thing i just want to know what the pv is like and it was just dude you, you take one bullet you just do a backflip with the aim punch it's like it's it's so bad it's really bad and i, I think it's i think it's like obviously it's intentional but like i think it's very intentional because all the guns are like you know 30 rate of fire like they're all lever or like revolver like hard to aim and shoot right? yeah it's like very bolt action you know lever action type of stuff so it, it kind of makes sense in that aspect but um i just i just didn't have fun and that was the big i i really didn't even get to play the game because the i literally made it like yeah i literally made it like an hour or two and i just like i, I just couldn't and yeah why would they decide that about the crosshair? I think it's a console thing. Because back in the day, Halo, you know, Halo Combat Evolve, its crosshair was lowered and it was like a. I never played it. So oh, what? Heresy. How dare you? You need to play it. It's, it's a great game. You should check out. I've like, like Halo, I've not really played really oh, any Halo at seriously? all. I've like played a bit of the first one on like someone else's Xbox. Okay. Well, you've. That, that kind of counts. But that's about it. Yeah. Actually, I did have the PC port. I played a little bit of that, but okay, like not really any multiplayer, particularly like yeah, uh, really not a Dude, Halo guy. Halo One campaign was just like I mean, it's pure nostalgia, but it was just at the time, dude. It was so good. So it was good. Like, and, and I watched like a bunch of it. So it yeah. was, you know, at the time there was like nothing comparable. Like, it looked insane. It was yeah. so good. Like, even just like the setting. I think it was so immersive, actually, for the time. Yeah, yeah. You really got drawn into the world, even just watching. And they really like FPS on consoles was like kind of a thing, but also kind of not a thing. And they really like mm. mastered, like pretty much, you know. A jump, uh, Y to swap, X to, or maybe it's B to melee. Like, it's pretty much universal across, you know, all of the games. They, they might have changed. The standard might have changed nowadays. But, anywho, um, yeah, I, I think Halo did it back in the day, and I think it was because, like, you know, uh, I don't know, visual, visual stuff, or maybe it was like console. I can't remember the exact reasoning. Because like if you think about it, if your if your crosshair is like on the bottom half, then you like if you're looking, um, like if you want to look ahead, you just look down. Like think in Tarkov, like have you ever like ADS and then look down, so that way you can mm. like see. I think it's yeah. kind of like that thought process, but like when you you can't move it back up to shoot on target you know what i mean like imagine like sh aiming down off target and i don't know i'm breaking i'm breaking the analogy the the point is it's just like we're trained to aim at the center of the screen to shoot you know what i mean uh, most of us so having it at the bottom half for me was just like i just can't just can't 
Yeah, it's weird. And it's it's it's, it's first person hunt, right? Like I'm not being yeah, first person stupid here, right? Because like the only thing I was thinking of like, oh, maybe it's a third person kind of hangover or something. I don't know because you know if you're like behind the character where the character aims, then it's like in a different place to like where yeah, the camera is. But, like it's not nothing to do with that. So I, I just don't know. yeah, I I literally just don't need seventy percent of my screen filled with the skybox. I don't. When I'm trying to shoot a guy, I don't want, like, it just, it's so annoying, dude. I hate it. I can't stand it. It's, it's That's hilarious. That's yeah. absolutely hilarious. I, I don't know what it is. I would, I'm going to have to, like, research it now and see. Because mm. I know Halo had, like, a specific reason why. And maybe it is just the, vis- the vis- visibility thing. But, anyway. You intrigue me now. Well, because you think about it too, like in Halo, like the aim assist was like pretty heavy back then, like because they that stuff was all kind of new, so you didn't really have to like be precise. So if you if your crosshair was like at their feet and you like slide it up, then it's just gonna like kind of magnet onto them. Like it kind of makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's it's chat very- saying? Very strange. Or what are you reading? No, I, no, I, was just, an I was just like, I was just like trying to find. I was just, yeah, yeah. I just ended up like reading something because you just piqued my interest. It's literally the first thing that came up when I searched for it. So I was just like, I've just bought the game and noticed an annoying thing. The crosshair isn't centered. It's like on the lower screen now. One fifth of my screen is just blue sky when I play with the crosshair <laughs> centered. Anyone know how to fix this annoying bug? Um, and they're saying, yeah, and someone was just like, yeah. They even said they wanted to choose something they can't change because of earlier design choices. Um. But I can't, yeah, can't. I can't find, can't find where it is. But oh yeah, back then we made a decision. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, what are some things you can't fix? Centered crosshead position. We made a very early decision in our process. All the animations are based on it. It's not in your way, and you can focus more on the world. And since it's all about shooting at the right time and not just spray and pray, we consider the weapon can be at a lower position. Back when we made that decision, we also accepted the crosshead would be lower position. If we want to change that moving forwards, then. Sounds easy, but it has all these knock-on effects, and the weapon's not aligned anymore, and like nothing works. <laughs> Something like that. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I was trying to look at Halo. Makes the game unplayable. Shooting <laughs> yeah. people's feet after ten thousand hours of FPS gaming with the center. It's crosshair. just yeah, unfortunately, I, I cannot play this because of the load crosshair. It makes me feel really sick. I don't know why. I like. I I I mean, I hate to like sound so like. Mm, superior pc player but i think it i genuinely think it's a console thing that's that's the only like logical explanation the only other thing i could think is you want to be able to see your target without the crosshair blocking it and then move up and acquire it Uh, i guess but i mean maybe they think that every other game's got it wrong and this is the way you're supposed to do it but I don't know. Yeah, it's, it sounds like they decided early on that they wanted to do it like this, and then they were, were like, oh crap, but they've like done all the other stuff around yeah. it, and now they can't change it kind of thing. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I was I was going to play Hunt at some point, but I don't know. Well, you should try it and see what you think, because I, I, I couldn't tolerate it, dude. That mm. was like, everything else was kind of like, meh, but like, that was the, that was really the, the like, nail... You know, air pressure nail in the coffin, dude. That that just sealed it for me. <laughs> dude, that's funny. 
That's funny. It's interesting just how like such small things make such a huge difference. So we've talked about this loads of times about like the semi-auto thing and the clicking thing, whatever. Just like some some small things can make things feel off and just put you off and make things feel bad. It's so interesting. So interesting. Yeah. It's another one for the bucket list. But yeah, I think I don't think there's are there any other games now that are like coming out? That are extraction style. I think we're kind of done. Like we sort of knew that this was on the cards, and we had Hazard Zone previously. I, I think I think we're kind of like we're, we're finished with it, right? There's there's no more that I know of that are in the running. Sorry, I'm reading something about Halo. Um, it looks like <laughs> it looks like Halo Combat Evolved. The first one had it in the center. I seem to remember it being slightly off-center, but maybe I'm misremembering. Is that really the case? Huh. Yeah, that that is the case. Interest. Well, is it centered? It looks about centered. It might be slightly down. Anyways. Sorry, what did you say? I'm sorry. I was reading something. I'm sorry, dude. No, I just said, like, I, I don't think there were any other X-Rite shooters coming that I know of. I think DMZ was, like, the, the last one. It was actually, you know, coming out, they've been teased or whatever. Yeah. Um, damn, I thought there was one more that was like <laughs> major air quotes extract shooter. I just can't think of it right now. Yeah. But It's just like, it's that funny thing of, you know, some part of this, the elements of Tarkov that of kind of addictive, right? Like the same elements that make like Minecraft addictive to me. Dark and darker. But dark and darker, yeah. But I mean, that's that's kind of like people have played that, and it's like that's play testing and yeah, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I've not played that though. Maybe I'll play like the next time they release one of their like test patches. But I've not played it at all. Yeah, maybe. Uh... Yeah, maybe. Try it out. I see. I mean, this is a very different game, right? Yeah, um, it's definitely got that. Tarkov. I think that was the one I was thinking of because it is kind of like closer to Tarkov than DMZ, in my opinion. Even though it's like warlocks and wizards and Dungeons and Dragons role playing, but anywho, well, it's like stashes and building up looting levels. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Definitely, yeah. that, that's the thing. That's, that's what keeps people involved, right? Like the sense of progression and things like yeah. in Tarkov, like leveling the hideout and getting the cash. And I think. That's the thing that, yeah, there's players who can just like blow through all the content, but for the vast majority of people, becoming like incredibly wealthy with like four thick cases and getting all the traders unlocked or whatever, it's like, it's pretty hard. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, yeah, it's just like, I don't like, because DMC has a little bit of that. Like you go in, you sell a bunch of stuff, you upgrade your backpack, but then it's like, well, what do you do after that? I just take more stuff out to get more XP. I can't take out more. That's the thing that like separates it. I think from Tarkov yeah. is like you can do, you can build that stash. So you can have like a bunch of like rainy days, you know, backup kits, really good kits. Like there's a lot to do there, you know? Yeah. And it's, and it feels very much like up to you, right? It's like, what do you yes. prioritize? You prioritize guns, ammo, right. like attachments, whatever. Do you even want to do any of that? Do you just want to focus on a quest and throw yourself yeah. away and spend all your kits that you saved up? You know, you just got a lot more options. Yeah. 
and it's and it's that thing it's, it reminds me of minecraft and stuff just because there's like a progression tree in some sense right you're like building up to different things it's yeah it's i don't know it's all of those kind of games like tarkov's got such a strange unique take on it because of the loss but it's another one of those ones where you just you want to you want to build up and get to a certain point it's so hard to actually get to that like dmz is just too it's too two-dimensional i think in comparison to really have that staying power without having a real economy there's just not really any any comparison i don't think at this point i don't I just there's no real game that's kind of comes close you know yeah at the weights for the next for the next hopeful tarkov killer <laughs> that's a favorite joke dude everyone's like no this isn't the tarkov killer tarkov. yeah they were, it's yeah. like they were mad they were just like fuck ew this isn't gonna kill tarkov god <laughs> try again guys come on like it's just uh it's like it's almost it's yeah you're right because like the community is almost <laughs> just kind of the thing of just like look Tarkov is so dog shit. Surely you can come out with something that's going to beat this game. Like, surely. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's like they're so, I mean, I don't want to like, you know, generalize, but the people that were saying this, in, in my mind, it's like they were so offended that like COD, how dare they try and attempt to make a Tarkov, you know, game, quote unquote, which, you know, the, Suppose this is what the devs said, but who knows if they're telling the truth or not. But they were like, you know, everyone thinks we try to make Tarkov, and that's not at all what we try to do. But, um, yeah, it's just like, how dare they, you know, how dare they make a game and then give it to me for free? That's like, you know, extraction that's in the same genre of the game that I, how dare they? The balls of Activision Blizzard. Yeah. The communities of it's it's wild, it's it's wild. Um, yeah, we'll see next patch. Hopefully, it'll be good. Hopefully, something comes up in the next week or so. I'll I'll be thinking about things a little bit more. So you know, it's nice to get back on top of everything, or whatever. But uh, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I'm excited about December. Um, yeah, dude, it's gonna <sighs> it's gonna be crazy, man. Because I personally think wipe in December and. Yeah, I just I just feel like it's gonna be crazy on the content side of things. Like already trying to like test the waters of DMZ content, but it's it's honestly just like filler content till the white pits. And I think when this white pits, it's gonna be freaking crazy on the content side, dude. Like I'm just gonna be in the editing dungeon, fire hose, <laughs> more videos, church, crank them out. He's just gonna yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I think so. It'll be good. I think so. I hope so. Yeah. Hope so. Cool. Well, with that, everyone, hope you enjoyed the cast. And as always, let's catch you all next week. Catch you later.